Welcome to the Financial Planners Southeast Asia podcast, a show dedicated to driving the positive evolution of financial advice, specifically within Southeast Asia. To join a global community of financial advisors sharing and learning with one another to drive the positive evolution of financial advice, head to xyadvisor.com. Welcome to another episode of the XY Advisor Southeast Asian Podcast. Gwen here, and today I am with a certified wealth planner from the Philippines, Nalia Marie Salcedo. Hi, Nalia. Hi. <laughs> All right. So thank you so much for being here with me today. Thanks as well. <laughs> No problem. For inviting me. <laughs> of course, of course. So I'm, I'm actually very excited to have you on here because we are, um, I actually have a specific topic that I wanted to talk about with you and I won't um, beat around the bush to it. So I mentioned on, on my introduction that you're a certified wealth planner. Um, mm-hmm. Can you tell us more about that? Because I know that here in the Philippines, most uh, people only know financial advisors, but we don't really, I mean, I haven't heard of like a Filipino certified wealth planner. So can you tell me <laughs> more about that? Yeah. There's actually quite a lot of us already. Um, so the the certification, um, it's very broad. Mm-hmm. So you get to be, when you say wealth planner, so n- not only that you'd be certified in investment um also you'll be dealing with um risk management Mm -hmm. and estate planning as well all right that's very interesting estate planning Mm. estate planning and because that's very interesting because not a lot of Filipinos actually know anything about estate planning. My parents certainly <laughs> didn't know about that. So <laughs> let's tackle on that a little bit further. But first, I wanted okay. to learn, like, um, where did you get your certification? Okay. So I got my certification from the Wealth Management Center, mm-hmm. um, Center for Communication Research, INC. Mm. Um, this is a flagship program, uh, WMC, Certified Wealth Planner, um, Certified uh, Estate Planner, mm-hmm. Certified um, yeah, Wealth Planner, Investment Planner, and Risk Manager. So there. Mm, all right. So and- this actually designed to help participants to confidently and um, professionally respond to clients' concern on not only the health, finance, uh, insurance planning, investment planning, and also an estate planning. Mm, all right. And how long did um, you have to take like the classes or like are they classes or are they seminars? Um, they're really classes, uh, <laughs> online classes for now. Uh, Suppose, uh originally you have to really go to a physical class mm-hmm. um, a brick water class um, unfortunately due to the pandemic mm-hmm. we're offering it online now which mm-hmm. is 
even better, especially for people like me. Yeah. <laughs> I think I wouldn't be able to get it if I have to go there physically. <laughs> yes, because you mentioned um we, we chatted here um before we started the podcast, we chatted and you mentioned that um their physical classes cost around um forty five thousand, but now they've dropped it to twelve thousand because um it's just like online classes. Um, I'm not quite sure what's the reason behind, um, but um, when I heard about it, mm. uh, they you dropped the opportunity. The, yeah, <laughs> I, I grabbed the opportunity, and then um, at, at the same time, it's like it's not like bulk, not twelve k. It's mm. like staggered budget, oh. so it was like half and half. So half. Um, pre-admission mm. and then you pay the other half once you start the class now. Yes, that's very interesting. And I think a lot of um, Filipinos are going to be really interested in this because mm-hmm. um, it's it's definitely better to learn more on how you mm. not only learn how to um, help your clients navigate their finances, but also how to deal with um, your relationship with your clients as well. I'm sure um, exactly. you've, you've tackled on that too. And how mm-hmm. long does the online classes take before you get certified or before you take the exam? Um, I think it's like a month long. Because mm. um, I started, um, if I'm not mistaken, I started uh November mm-hmm. and then November till December and then after that I had my group or Valida and then the last one would be the certification or the exam itself all right and there. so uh, like it's a pass or fail exam or is it exactly. based on oh, okay. it, is, it is the pass or fail exam <laughs> so um, after after you um, finish your um, the, the, the training um, you get the associate certification mm. but if you want to have the certification per se you really have to pass all three exams mm. Oh, yeah, all right, so, so the exam for financial advice, um, estate planning. Uh, is yeah. Ah, uh, okay. So um, you'll have investment. Uh, mm-hmm. You'll have estate. And then the other one is for risk management and insurance. Mm, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's it's just like taking an exam for um, – from the government, I forgot the name. Exactly, yes. like it's like taking a bar. It's like taking a bar exam. <laughs> <laughs> it's nerve wracking. <laughs> oh yes, definitely. Oh my gosh, it's a pass or fail. So you don't really get a chance to have like an in between grade or anything like that. But I'm really glad I'm that really you you, you passed. <laughs> So congratulations. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> now, I'm really glad you. <laughs> right now, so now you can offer like different services for different life stages of your clients. And mm-hmm. so like are you still like it, because you're a certified wealth planner, does that mean mm-hmm. that your um prospective clients are able to hire you full time um, mm-hmm. as their like f- 
financial planner or are you still in like a commission based um, style similar to what we um, usually have here as financial advisors in the Philippines? Mm, that's a very good question. Mm-hmm. Well, um, since I'm still new, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still based on commissions. Mm-hmm. However, with the certification that I have, I can already, you know, ask people for a, um, a fee mm-hmm. for my professional fee. Mm-hmm. Um, however, if there's anything, um, if it's like insurance related, uh, my consultation is actually just free. Um, however, if someone would ask me, um, like for consultancy or something like that, mm-hmm. we can we can talk about the price. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, that's really good because it means that if ever you or other financial advisors decide to get um, certified as a wealth planner, they can actually um, get a steady, more or less a steady paycheck. If, if I may mm-hmm. say, um, other than our commission in um, selling insurance, because let's face it, here in, in the Philippines, um, we don't have mm-hmm. the same um, business model as mm-hmm. other countries where they can become really full-time financial advisors because there is steady income coming in. Whereas here, um, if we don't have any commissions, we don't have anything else to to pay the bills, and that's why most financial advisors are just doing financial advice part time. And mm-hmm. and yes, and we really, I think it's a really good idea to start moving forward past that, and mm-hmm. because I think that and and the the reason why I really wanted to talk about being a world uh, a certain you, you being a wealth planner first is because I think it's a very interesting concept that we are gearing towards uh, a more mm-hmm. sustainable um, income um, income for financial advisors and not just um, relying on commissions from from the from our selling insurance. And that we ha- we actually can offer different types of services aside from risk management, right? Exactly. Right now, because um, you're new, you're a certified wealth planner. I know that this isn't your like. I know that you weren't in sales before, and financial advice usually um, relies heavily on sales skills. So I want to ask, what was your um, career before becoming a financial advisor <laughs> okay so i'll well, just pretend that you don't know me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay so um i was uh, i was i was with um the bqo industry for over uh, i've been in the workforce for over 15 years um, mm-hmm. um 12 almost 13 years in training and development mm-hmm. so uh, i've been a trainer mm-hmm. i'm a senior trainer there <laughs> all right all right so you have been a uh in the bpo industry for a very long time 15 years mm-hmm. and in that 15 years you've been um a, a trainer a senior trainer um in the bpo industry for like 13 years now Mm -hmm. that is like you know how to talk to people um Mm -hmm. in in very large uh, in a large crowd as well but 
there's not really any sense of sales involved. So how did you transition yourself from being a trainer to becoming a wealth planner? Mm, okay. Well, um, although I that's my profession, I'm a trainer. I mm-hmm. train people mm-hmm. and all those stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but in in terms of sales, I I actually consider myself as a salesperson. Mm. <laughs> like, um, I think it's innate for me. Um, I remember when I was still like very young, I would come up with like great ideas and what to sell <laughs> all right business mindset <laughs> yeah I have, I have that mindset so I it wouldn't it wasn't a hard transition for me mm. um and um I, I see it as my advocacy um even even when I'm not related to any financial institution like as a breadwinner mm-hmm. and going through um, tough times, mm-hmm. um, me sending myself to school and all those stuff. So um, I, I'm already a believer in that even um, became stronger as when I joined the financial industry. Because now I, I already have the knowledge, mm-hmm. I already have the experience and all that. Mm-hmm. Why did you get into financial advice in the first place? Because I know that there could have been like a lot of options for you out there. But why did you choose the financial advice industry? Mm, that's a very good question. So um, I always believe that God has this perfect plan for you. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened that um, he guided me into this path. I, I was a believer before, but mm-hmm. now that I'm already in this industry mm-hmm. um, and with the people that I work with, the company that I work with, uh, I became more um, uh, from from a believer to a uh, promoter there. Mm, so right. I become a promoter of, of this. So um, I have quite a few friends in the financial industry. When one invited me to, you know, um, learn the business, I said, yes, I think I was just really waiting for that opportunity. Um, mm. If it did not happen, um, I was about to approach one of my friends that mm. um, I have been scouted quite um quite a lot before ah, I think yeah. be- I think it's because of my background mm-hmm. they they saw the potential um, they, they knew how hard working I am mm-hmm. and um, I think it's just really innate for us trainers and, and me personally mm-hmm. to you know interact and you know build that kind of relationship with with the people that I'm around with. yeah so, yeah yeah right and because you started um your journey here in this industry, um, you took your certification, um, your classes and your certification last year. Um, did mm-hmm. you experience any struggles um, adapting because you started amidst the pandemic? <laughs> That's a very, very good question. <laughs> um, I, I think even even the tenured ones really have to adjust and adapt mm. due to the pandemic um, 
first is a platform and all that. A lot of people are uh, more, um, they're more um, into, uh, they like the face-to-face interaction, oh, yeah. um, but now they have to do it non-face-to-face. Um, they have to re-strategize and all those. So um, I, I wouldn't say that it was a very smooth transition for me. Mm-hmm. At first, you know, um, when you're not in the role yet, um, you get to think, ah, okay, um, I think I can do it with all the connections, with all the experience, mm. and I'm, I'm good at communicating. I've, I've seen quite a few people who's not there. They're actually thriving in this industry. Mm. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't see any, um, like, reason why I wouldn't do so. But when you're into the role, mm-hmm. <laughs> you get to experience all of those rejections. Mm, yes. Um, yes. So this is really a road less traveled. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I agree because I actually started um, as a financial advisor before I jumped into um, teaching and just spreading the word. And the reason oh. why um, I went out of that was because mm-hmm. um, I just couldn't deal with the stress of the rejection. I know you shouldn't take it personally, but um, <laughs> there were just... it it was just better for me. Like I realized mm-hmm. that it was better for me to teach um, mm-hmm. than to um, just provide them the services. And that's mm-hmm. why I branched out into like creating mm-hmm. podcasts and helping mm-hmm. um, our mm-hmm. community of financial advisors. But for mm-hmm. you, you've handled your rejections and you're still going to handle a lot more. How yes. are you um, <laughs> coping with that right now? Um, I, I, I am coping well. I, I will. I, I, I can't say. Um, um, especially that I don't take it as something negative. Mm. Um, they might be rejecting now. Um, because of um a, a reason, but you know, um, you just don't really have. You just don't stop. Um teaching just don't stop um informing them just don't stop letting them know of how great this product is mm. or how how it can help them they just continue you know and you just have to go back to your biggest why mm, yes eventually they would see it um they may not they may not see it now because what's what's hard about the the um insurance is that it's not something aesthetic Yes, yes. They can't see it. That's why a lot of the people would say no to it. Mm. They would rather go for something they can hold, they can taste, they can, you know, they can see. (laughs) Rather than um, getting something which is like near in the future, they can use near in the future. So that... yeah, a lot of um, a lot of the people I know ask if we have uh, if there's like a, such a thing as an insurance that they can just pay for five years. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if you've had those questions, but we've yes. had them like a lot, right? Yes. So um, a lot of people would would actually go for like limited pay. That's what we call it. Right? <laughs> yes. So limited pay you go for five years seven years six years um seven years 10 years 15 years mm-hmm. and i normally i normally would answer them yes we do but mm-hmm. um before we go deep into what product 
or what you like or how much budget you want let's mm-hmm. go first and understand what's your goal because when you get an insurance it's just like one size fits all mm-hmm. um, you need to we have to determine what's your need and most often than not um, what they want is actually not what they need <laughs> so mm, yes. as a financial advisor um, as a walk planner um, it's our job to make sure that they understand what what what's they're getting into yes definitely now because we're transitioning to that kind of uh, conversation now mm. i do you have like a specific niche of people that you want to service or like a specific age group or are you open to all? I'm actually open to all. Mm, all right. Yeah. All right. And I, yes, I think I agree with, with that because you, since you are a certified wealth planner, um, mm-hmm. you have different types of services from, mm-hmm. from all age group. Like for example, mm-hmm. for estate planning, Young mm-hmm. people don't need that, but certainly, mm-hmm. like older people do. Uh, agreed, mm-hmm. agreed. Um, mm-hmm. And be- well, it's not just really for older people, <laughs> um, but but around thirties, especially. Yes, yes, um, yes. Mm-hmm. with um, kids, with kids, or for those who, um, you know, they they have a lot of properties mm-hmm. and they're actually not aware, so. Most of my clients are not really well. They introduced me to their parents, mm. so some of them. So some of them are um, they, they got an insurance from me, and then when they knew that I also do estate planning, mm-hmm. so uh, they also introduced because I I well, when when I when I um, present the product to them, mm-hmm. I normally would tell them that there's um, a lot of a lot of um, things that you can do with mm. your insurance not just for yeah. you know death for, yes <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true oh i i i understood the beauty of estate planning when um actually when my when one of my when my dad passed away and mm-hmm. he actually left with a few properties um mm-hmm. but those properties like um the taxes weren't paid there was no mm-hmm. money to to pay for the tax and mm-hmm. it was so expensive to pay the taxes so that's exactly. where i i i saw the beauty of estate planning because mm-hmm. most filipinos think that estate plannings are only for the rich Exactly. <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> it's for yes. middle people as well who has properties, who has mm-hmm. who who has a house, um, and they want to give those um th- the relief to their children that that's all been taken care of. So mm. so for those non financial advisors that are listening, that's what an estate planning is for. And you can actually um, reach out to Nalia if you want to learn more. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, and and because, like, you are open to all um, age groups, you are open mm-hmm. to having all of these clients in. What are your goals for this year, 2021, since you're still in the, the first quarter? Well, for the business, I wish to cater more mm-hmm. um, clients, um, not just on the size of the you know the 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 
it's not just for the the size or the amount um, mm. that they would put in, yep. but more onto the coverage. Um, it may be little, but at least like I wanted to spread um, mm-hmm. the 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 influence, the knowledge, um, let people get more, um, and, and you know, trust the insurance industry um, because in in the first world country or in, in first world countries, um, a a person or um, a regular individual mm-hmm. could probably have um, more than two yes yes different right Mm -hmm. but yeah here in the philippines unfortunately only 10 (laughs) percent yeah that's Mm -hmm. how little um is the population so um there are still 90 percent of the filipino out there that doesn't own or have an insurance there i wanted to to spread more um advocacy i wanted to spread more information um so i'm, I'm more focused on the coverage um, so i wanted to have at least a hundred um clients this year all right or more. definitely yeah. definitely let's cheers to that because um i really um and that's that's actually one of the reasons why i'm such an advocate for financial advice as well is because um as you said only uh, 10% of Filipinos are insured. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's part of the reason why um, we are still in the third world country. Because mm-hmm. w- those 90% of the people who are not insured, when their breadwinner dies, they get into debt, um, they lose their properties. So exactly. so they um, it's just a sick cycle and there are mm-hmm. definitely like ways and how to prevent that. And if we can educate, if we can start, um, if we can have as many people educate as many people as possible um, to, yeah, to, spread yes, to, to spread the good word that there's actually um, a system that's out there. Um, there are products out there that can actually a help magical you. Magical product. <laughs> yes. Mag- I, I call it a magical product. That's I, true. It's a magical system because it's only insurance. Mm-hmm. It's the only product that would create or produce money out of nothing. Yes. yes. <laughs> when, you, when you don't need it, uh, when, when, when you need it the most, you know, um, it'll be there for you. <laughs> Yes, I remember there's this one story from a fellow financial advisor that I heard that mm-hmm. when a person dies, when a, when a rich man died, there were like a few gentlemen who went to his funeral. One was his lawyer and the lawyer went to the widow and asked for money. Um, mm-hmm. Then another one was a doctor and he went to the widow and asked for money. Um, and then there came the financial advisor, and he went to the widow, and he gave her money. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that was um, that to me is a actually a uh, it might be a very short story, but it's a very powerful one that there is a way. Um, and I agree with you when you said that Filipinos don't really like uh, insurance because they don't see it. Um, mm-hmm. It's not there. It's just mainly a promise. But it's um it's a promise that is worth investing. So mm-hmm. yes, I'm I'm glad that you are targeting 100 people to 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 educate yeah, or even more. If yes, God, we really want 
would help me um, reach more people. Um, it'll be great. I'm, I'm not really aiming for awards. Um, you know, for me, it's just a if I get if I get like um, a rookie high flyer, mm. a national achievers award, mm. an MDRT, CLT yes. awards. Mm-hmm. Um, these are just really you know um, a result of a job well done. Yes. Uh, so that's why I'm more into coverage. Yes, that is true. And I definitely agree. Those awards are nice, but I I feel like having heard like positive or great news from your clients is is mm-hmm. even exactly. even better. Now, final question for you before we for before we end the show, Nalia, is oh. what advice yeah, what advice would you give to those people out there who want to get into this business, uh, to the industry, mm-hmm. but are still in the fence, um, that they're in doubts. Like mm-hmm. what what do you think would be What's so great about this industry that we've jumped right into it? Mm, okay. So especially me that I've been um, working in a corporate for, 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 for the past years, um, you know, if you just try to think of it that if you work hard, if you work extra hard on your job, um, you, you, you do, um, you put extra time on it, will you be getting more than what you are expected? Will you be getting more than what your salary rate is? Mm-hmm. I don't think so, right? But but if you in this industry, you know, your potential, um, your, your earning potential is limitless. That really just depends on how you work. Because if you put effort, you put your time in this industry, it also come back to you. So you're not mm-hmm. just building, you're not just building your, your wealth. Um, you're not just building relationship. You're, you're actually creating an empire here because every time that you get close and help and protect people, especially Filipino people, you know, um, it, it, you're, the result of that is, of course, you, you get you get something in return mm-hmm. in that Builds um, all throughout the year, all throughout the day, months. Um, so you just really have to believe in the system. Um, I did not jump out of whim um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as well. I I fell in love. I fell in love in the mm-hmm. industry. I fell in love with the product. I fell in love with the company. I fell in love with the people that I'm working with, which is um, very important um, when you start. In this business, you really need to have a strong support system. I yeah. think that's what you need to really look for. You know, know the product. You have to be sold to the product first mm-hmm. before you can sell it to others, before you can let others, you know, believe and get influenced by your product. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to learn, love it more. So, mm-hmm. Um, join training, join seminars. Um, knowledge is very important, um, yes. especially in the financial system. Mm-hmm. Um, in this industry, knowledge and time is very important. So if you have that, that would be that would be your edge. All right, there. Great. Yes, 
totally agree with that. So thank you so much, Nalia, for being here with me, for um, giving our listeners some gold, especially with regards to um, being a certified wealth planner, for sharing your journey here and your love for the industry. Um, I'm excited to um, get this podcast out there and also to get you in here again. Maybe next year, let's try to check um, and catch up on, on your goals and the things that you've learned throughout the year. All right. Okay, sure. And I can certainly um, let you meet you know, people who yes. can be part of this podcast as well. So these are really, really great people who've been in the industry for quite long. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they can provide more input in, in, into, your, into your session. All right. Definitely. I would be very happy to have them. So let's talk about that later on. Have a good one. Mm-hmm. You too. Bye. Bye.